0: how often we are edified and touched by what we hear from little children. Wednesday night I was with our youth and we played a a kind of game, one of those trivia, trivia games. And I only knew one question, I only got one question right. And the question was, what is the Minnesota State Rock? Because I'm a rock collector, I knew it was the agate." Well, Elizabeth, uh, who runs our our youth formation, she has a five-year-old daughter, uh, Claire, and she put these same questions to her five-year-old. So she says, "'Claire, what is the Minnesota State Rock?' And very confidently and with great enthusiasm she said, It's Peter. Isn't that great? The benefits of Catholic education. My goodness. Wanna just take a moment to welcome any visitors that have joined us this morning. God bless you. We we love having you with us, and we hope that you'll come back and join us another time. This first reading, where God asks Abraham to sacrifice his son. What a deeply moving but mysterious story. How are we to understand this? I love Dr. Brant Petrie's take on this. God knew that he would not allow Abraham to carry out and complete the sacrifice. But what God was doing was preparing the world for the sacrifice of his own son. And therefore, God was pre-enacting the crucifixion 2,000 years before it actually happened. I think that's one way to understand what God is doing here. He's foreshadowing the mystery of the cross. And so it says Abraham was tested. Wouldn't you and I love to have this beautiful disposition of Abraham all the time? When he is called by God, he says, here I am. (laughs) Sometimes I don't say that. (laughs) How wonderful to be able to say to God at every moment, here I am. Let's pray for that. Pray for that disposition. Abraham was tested. You and I are tested. And we have been tested many times, even in the last week and the past several months. We are tested most often in our relationships. As we live out our relationships, we often find that in those relationships, we are often tested. We are tested by circumstances. We can be tested by the weather. We can be tested by sickness. We can be tested by financial challenges, world events. We can be tested by anything that is trying in our life. And this is why this first reading is so helpful to us this morning, so that you and I can understand how is God working in these times of testing, in all that God allows and brings about in our life. Notice what the messenger of God says to to Abraham when he says stop from carrying out the sacrifice. He says, Now I know how devoted you are to God in not withholding your own beloved son, Now I know how much you love God and how far you are willing to go in obedience. Testing reveals our hearts. That's the first purpose of testing. Our hearts are revealed and they reveal our progress in the faith and how we have grown in the grace of God but sometimes they can also reveal where redemption and grace needs to work deeper. Earlier in Abraham's life, there was a test he did not pass. He became afraid, and because of fear, he lied. He passed off his wife as his sister. At that moment, he did not pass the test. As we read further, we understand another purpose. The messenger again says, because you acted in this way, you will be abundantly blessed. And these blessings will not just be for Abraham, but it says they will carry into his descendants' and future generations. My dear friends, it is so important that we remember this, that our acts of obedience and faithfulness today, right now, are going to bear fruit that is going to affect future generations. This is amazing. What we do now, the work of God that we allow to happen is going to be a blessing for others and we may never meet them. Let's not forget this. And then comes in the gospel to really fill out one of the greatest blessings that comes from being tested, the transfiguration. I saw a painting of this once where the artist clearly revealed that the light that we see radiating from Christ, it's not coming from without, from the sun, it's coming from within. That glory of God within Jesus that he keeps hidden, is allowed to show in this moment the divine glory of God's holiness, God's divine love, the divine beauty, the divine loveliness of God. And it causes His face to shine like the sun and His clothes to become dazzling white. As we open to the grace of God in the moments of testing, it transforms us more and more into the likeness of Jesus so that in future moments of testing the life of Jesus can radiate like beams of light revealing God's glory That is growing within us. This is one of the most beautiful fruits of testing. We're gonna do two things now this morning. We're gonna connect this now to our worship. First, look back on the last few weeks and months. We've been tested. And in some of those moments, we, like Abraham, have manifested a beautiful obedience to God when we said, yes, Lord, and that was beautiful. It revealed our heart and the progress that we have made. There were moments when you and I were being tested where maybe we felt irritable or frustrated or moody, And yet, the grace of God helped us to choose love, where we continued to give our lives in love, even when we did not feel like it. And there again, we manifested our heart and the progress of grace. There were moments where we were tested, where we could have gone in the direction of pride, And yet again, the grace of God won, and we responded with humility. (laughs) Amen. Let's thank God for the victories that you and I have experienced. Let's put them on the altar in a sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving. For these graces, we want to say amen. But as we look back, perhaps like me, in some of those moments of testing, they revealed our brokenness. They reminded us that we are sinners. And what came out of us was, was not of the grace of God. Maybe we, we weren't as patient. Maybe we were selfish. Maybe we were lazy and various other things. But let's not be discouraged. Because in those moments, something beautiful can come out of our hearts. And that is a new confidence in the mercy of God. Because the crucifixion also revealed God's heart. That God has come to save us, not to condemn us or shame us. So, if we are aware of any times that we failed in these moments of testing, let us not be frustrated. Let us not get impatient or discouraged. Let us not be self-condemning or sad. But let us open ourselves to the mercy of God. This is why Jesus said so many times, Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid of what you see in your heart when you are tested. Don't be afraid of what's revealed. I have come to save you, to show you mercy. I have come to redeem you. So, we're going to put those failures and any brokenness and sin on the altar as well and offer a sacrifice of humble repentance and contrition. And as we do this more and more, our own transformation, our own transfiguration will continue to grow and grow and grow. And we will be able to radiate Christ these beams of heavenly glory. Amen.